Welcome to the Wii Podcast. My name is Shabazz, and I am one of your hosts. Alongside me over here, guys, I've got the Italian stallion, Anthony, and of course, the Portuguese, excuse me, please, Daniel. I'm not 100% how I feel about these <laughs> nicknames yet. <laughs> I like Italian stallion, Well, because I am a stallion you guys, of Italian. You are, okay. you are the horse. Uh, Daniel, I will think of something better for you Sound- one day. Well, as we keep going through these podcasts, I will think of something better for This you. is episode 0.5, so we have right. time. So we still have, we have time. We're working <laughs> at the kinks. 0.5. Now, the movie podcast, as you guys all know, is your weekly film news and entertainment podcast that covers everything you love under the movie sun. You can catch a new episode every Monday on Apple Podcasts or across all your favorite podcast services. So please make sure to rate the shows, subscribe, rate it five stars if you can, but be honest. Uh, and if you want to be part of the show and give us your comments, suggestions, or if we made a mistake, which I don't think we will ever make a mistake on this podcast, you can send over those corrections to thistimewith.com slash talk. So let's get into some news here, guys. Now, the Academy has unveiled, and this is interesting because they've gone back and forth with this. They've unveiled the four categories that were not going to be presented during the Oscar, that were going to be presented in the Oscar, the, the commercial break are now not going to be presented during the commercial break. Uh, Anthony, what were those uh, four categories? Uh, we got makeup, uh, short story, and we have cinematography. And editing. And editing. And editing. So, I mean, not too big of a deal. And I mean, four of the most popular categories. Let's not show them during the Not like somewhere. movies are made without editing or cinematography. Or makeup or short story. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah, why, why bother? Right. Why bother? Are you guys surprised? I'll be honest with you. When they first announced that... They were not going to air some of the awards. In my head, I thought of like, oh, I think it's going to be like the smaller technical awards or not to say that an award is smaller, but to say like least popular, I guess. Well, like not short popular, stories. Not the ones that people tune in for, like the general audience is tuned in for. So it. Is yeah. it a short story or is it a short film documentary? Just want to confirm that. Let's, uh, let's, I, I don't know that there's um, a short story Oscar. Is short, there? short. Mm, Short movie, cinematography, film editing, live action shorts, yes, makeup oh, and hairstyling, yeah, 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 yeah. live so action short. Got the confirmation there. Okay, live action and short makes sense because not you really don't like. I mean, yeah, if you if you had to cut something out, I get that one, and yes, then, and that's what I meant. I felt like it was going to be categories like that. Yeah, that would be cut. So it was even more surprising to see cinematography <laughs> and film editing. The two. Most important things. Yeah. Without the cameraman, there's no movie. Without the editing, there's no movie. Literally, you yeah. can you can have no actors and make a movie. It's true. You, you, I mean, like if you look at movies like Searching, where it's all primarily based on a computer screen. I mean, yes, you have actors in there, but you could have had the director do a voiceover during that whole film, really. Right. Um, so you, if you think about it, yeah, you're right, Anthony. You do need a cinematographer and you need a film editor. And those awards, I look forward to the most as well. Yeah. Like, we talk about it every day. Like, how many times have we mentioned um, Roger Deakins oh. not winning an award? And then finally wins it. And finally wins it. So it is it is a, a really important award to be shown. And I think, um, like, obviously, as of now, there's been updates to this story all week with, in terms of celeb- uh, celebrities, actors, cinematographers, directors coming to the aid of these award categories saying, hey, these matter. These need to be shown. Um, of all the dumb decisions the Academy has made this year, and there's been so many this oh. year, um, the best decision I think they've made is now going back on this and saying, hey, all 24 awards are now going to be shown during the show. Um, and I think that doesn't come to a surprise to any of us when you see 
um, I guess the gravitas of some of the actors and directors coming out saying, "Hey, this isn't right." And there was a change, the change petition. Yeah. There was so many people coming to the aid of these categories. So I'm happy we're going to see them because honestly, like I I enjoy watching the Oscars and I love seeing it. Somebody being nominated for an Oscar, regardless of the category, that's huge. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important for them and their families to see that as well too. It's it's so interesting because the Oscars last year, from what I understand, they didn't hit their I guess goal of viewers. Yeah. Right? They, they've been declining every year. Yeah, and and, and it really sucks because it's it's one of my favorite awards. It's probably the only award show that I actually watch, and and it's the award. It's the award. It's the award. That yeah, people like this is the big right? one, right? And it's just it's just interesting that they're, they're trying to now throw anything that sticks to the wall. Like, oh, we have no host. We're doing this. Oh, we're moving this. Like. I don't know. I, they definitely need to change up here somewhere, but I don't know where that change up is. So I just looked up something and it, it's really funny. So Academy of, of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. The president is John Bailey. Yeah. Who's a cinematographer. Yeah. <laughs> sure. What well, the, like, I don't get it. It's so bizarre. I don't know. Like, I don't understand. It's It's been a weird week for the Oscars w- with all this and like with what them saying cluster. oh we're not going to show uh, certain performances with Kevin Hart the whole scenario with that it's it's been a really weird um, this is going to be a really weird Oscars so I mean we're a week away now so it's going to be really interesting to see how this all plays out in a week from now yeah so let's see uh, when the Oscars are finally out uh, we'll definitely have some uh, thoughts on that yeah um, speaking of the Academy Awards let's move on to Bond 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 25 I don't know what song that I was doing there, to be honest. With you. We're gonna get a copyright claim <laughs> somehow. On <laughs> we this. are gonna get one. Um, Bond. It's interesting, is because Bond's had a series of great Academy Award directors, Academy Award winning directors, and cinematographers, and Roger Deakins. Roger Deakins. You know, you've had these great people in, in these movies, and now Bond Twenty Five, which is supposed to be. Daniel Craig's last final outing. I mean, he's said it many times that he hates doing this, so I'm surprised he's come back. Uh, the paycheck must have been big. Yeah, didn't he say it was like the equivalent of slitting his wrist? He with said glass he would rather slit, slit his, his wrist. With, yeah, with yeah, glass. yeah. So I wonder if he did do that before. And then he said, "Yeah, paper. guys, you know what? I'll do it." I'll but do then it. they gave him lots they, of money. They gave him lots of money. So yeah, this got pushed back again. This yeah. is the second pushback for this film. Um, so now it's coming out in April. Fun fact as well too, because now this is opening in April. Fast and the Furious 9 has now been pushed back to May mm. because of this. So this is now opening, what, April 8th? Yeah. Which was the same date as Fast and the Furious 9. Right. Now Fast 9 is going to be opening up against Godzilla and another uh, another movie. I'm trying to think of it. Oh, the SpongeBob movie. So oh, SpongeBob and Godzilla SpongeBob movie? and uh, <laughs> Fast 9 are all going to be opening up on the same weekend now. In very May. interesting. It's going to be a very tough weekend for us, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, I see. I love the Bond films. I yeah. I grew up watching them, and yes, didn't like Spectre. Spectre, I think we watched it together. We yeah. watched it. Yeah, we, we all watched watch it. Together. This is what I remember. We watched together. Yeah. Um, beautiful cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. Hoyt Van Hoyt Nolan's new cinematographer. Nolan, Nolan's boy. Nolan's boy. Um, it's a stunning, stunningly shot. Starts movie. amazingly with that one shot in the in the um. In the, the day, day of the, the day. dead festival, yeah. the day of the day, <laughs> the day of the day. Um, yeah. And then the movie itself, like I don't remember it at all, and you and, and that sucks because that's fantastic trailers, great. It was Christoph uh, Waltz. Christoph Waltz. It's our boy. Yeah. Oh man. So everything in this movie was set up for it to be amazing, 
Yeah. And it just kind of fell flat. And yeah. directed by your boy, Sam... Uh, Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes, yeah. 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 So, I mean, the Bond... It's interesting. This is Bond 25. We know there's been directors... Uh, they've met with Christopher Nolan. Right. Um, Idris Elba has always been like teased in the role or like people have been campaigning for him at least. Right. So I'm just wondering what does this mean? Once this movie is out, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Cause we've had, uh, cause Daniel Craig's been the longest bond, I think in a while in terms of actual years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2000. He's sitting with four, 14 years now, pretty much 2005 to 2020. So 15 years, 15 years. Yeah. Um, he's been bond and, yeah, it's it's been it's that he's the longest serving Bond in a long longest time. in, in yeah. terms of years again, maybe not in terms of actual films he's done, right? But right. But That's, then again, there's these films are now spread out so so thin. Yeah, yeah, and I I think that's a big thing too. When you look at this franchise, I think it's taking too long for them to come out with a new mm-hmm. one because this is now going to be five years in between movies. Right. That's a long time. We also had an franchise. issue. I mean, if you look at it, MGM was, I think, the studio kind of behind it, and they kind of went through the whole bankruptcy. Yeah, and who's going to buy the shop, rights to yeah, this? And I think yeah. Sony now kind of owns the rights for it. Does it? Do they not? Yeah, maybe. Well, the, the point is, at the end of the day, like whoever it's being shopped around with, you have Barbara Broccoli, who's, <laughs> Barbara Broccoli. who's been heavily involved in the series yeah. pretty much since, I think, since time. Right. Um, it's been her, her family. Like it's her, been her family, yeah. Her father or grandfather, I'm... Just speaking here, second cousin, uh, really wrote, yeah. created the Bond character, Ian Fleming, yeah, yeah, like with uh, have had the yeah. rights since for the movie, yeah, pretty yeah. much. So yeah. he's definitely cool. definitely been involved. Yeah, but there's you know Carrie, he's a great director. So what is he? What has he done that you like? True Detective season one. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that the theme song? That was that. sounded like the Rocky theme song. <laughs> yeah, was, <laughs> no, that was a a little. That was a little segue. You guys, can segue. See what, <laughs> you guys can see what Anthony's doing here, but he... Uh, I'm moving my hands. He's moving his hands a little too fast. Really, really quick. Too furious. Too furious. <laughs> but yeah, Carrie's a great director. Uh, I'm excited because, I mean, I, I did start True Detective, so I'm going to see, you know, his style come into play. What else did he do? What was the one with uh, Idris Elba? He did a film uh, with Idris Elba? What was it? I forgot. All right, well... He did a Idris Elba film. Okay, well, well, we looked that up. Uh, speaking of Daniel Craig, he had a nice little cameo. In uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, uh, directed by our boy J.J. Abrams, uh, who's come back to direct the ninth Star Wars film. <laughs> now, this is Star Wars, as in Luke Skywalker's saga, Star Wars ninth film. Right. Uh, did you find out what movie he directed? Yeah. So, just going back quickly before we yeah, continue yeah, yeah, with Star sure. Wars. Um, so he was the director of Jane Eyre. Beasts of No Nation. That's oh, what he did yeah, with yeah, yeah. Uh, with Elba. That was Netflix as well. Um, right? He was yeah. a writer on It, and oh. now he is directing and talented uh, guy. You guys also can't see, but Daniel is moving his hands also quite vigorously with the pen in them, like a magic wand. We like moving our hands. Yeah, I shall. We talk. We're Europeans. Yeah. Yeah. I should move We're my passionate. hands more. I love it. Uh, um, but yeah, sorry. Continue. No, no, on for with, sure. With Star, yeah, with Star Wars, ninth film <laughs> in that franchise here. Uh, and we're having the Star Wars celebration happening in April, I believe. It happens in the UK. April 13th, yeah. It's right. happening in Chicago this year. Oh, Chicago. Chicago this Bonjour. year. Bonjour. Yeah. Uh, that's what they speak there in Chicago French. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't you're, think you're that's not, right. I don't know. Uh, we'll do a fact check. Someone will hopefully let us know. They'll let that it right speak in. French this there. time with.com <laughs> slash talk. Uh, so JJ's back after the very controversial Last Jedi. Uh, when I say controversial, I mean that there was this huge uprising with that film. Right. Where it was so split down the middle, I feel. Fan-wise, I think definitely. I definitely mean, yeah. fan-wise. Critically, it did, it did well. It did really well. Yeah. 
Um, financially, it made a lot of money. Which it should, yeah. Um, I enjoyed The Last Jedi. Nice. Um, I know it didn't live up to some of the expectations of what fans wanted. Right. Um, and again, that's a discussion for another day that we'll, well go we'll into. we'll have that discussion. Oh, we'll have it. Because I see the discussion. fire in the eyes right oh. now from Anthony. Wait, Anthony, did you also not like it? I did not like oh, it. Okay, so we're on the same. So it's going to be us, us throwing our yeah. feces at Daniel. It's okay. I'm, I'm here and I'm ready to take but, it. Um, shoot Daniel. But it's... The, but it's wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm goodness. down for this. Um, but it's interesting now that JJ's coming back after Colin Trevorrow left... Um, and Colin Trevorrow didn't direct Jurassic World 2 because he was working on Star Wars. Right. Now he's back for the third Jurassic Worlds, and JJ's back for... It's quite interesting. Yeah. It's interesting how it plays out, and I like... I'll be honest. I'm happy that JJ's back because yeah. this is this is what he kind of started with Episode 7, right? Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's nice to see that he's coming back and kind of finishing his vision for, for this. There's only one reason why he's coming back. Because what's, of how it was received, yeah, yeah, how fans received it, yeah, yeah. But when did they exactly announce that because JJ was coming back? Because I felt like it was so quick. Like I almost remember when they finished with seven. They were then... so scared <laughs> after that movie. They're like, okay, after let's bring eight? JJ back because he's he's the safest thing we have. They were even more scared after Solo, though. They got well, yeah, definitely scared after Solo. They were like, um, boy, uh, I'm not too sure which casting news came, which director change came first. Was it? JJ or was it Ron Howard? No, Ron that, Howard. That came first before. I believe yeah, I so. Think so. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Um. But yeah, I mean, what what's your guys' take on like we're except excited for episode nine? Like this is coming out this year. Yeah, but I, I just know. I think it's just we're getting so much Star Wars, right? Like I need a new Star Wars story. Yeah. I need this saga to end. Like the Luke Skywalker saga. It, that Skywalker that saga? that that saga ended a while ago yeah. to me. It, it ended did. a while yeah. ago, but yeah. For them um, to pull it back out of the dust like that was okay, but again. But it, then they shit it on the character. They did, yeah. And it's not okay to say, well, that's it, that this is the new version. No, it's not. Right. Again, we'll, they shit it on him. We'll, but we'll talk we'll about get, it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, moving on. Moving on. So we've got a new little uh, theme that's building up here in terms of film coming out on streaming platforms. So we right. have Hulu, we have Netflix. Uh, Amazon Prime, I guess, if you think about it, too, they're hopefully getting into the business as well. Right. Um, and now Hulu, I guess, is partnering with television to do, uh, with Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio, a little show called Devil in the White City. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, uh, Anthony added this to the to the stories for today. This yeah. is based on a novel? Yes. Yeah. It is based on a historical nonfiction crime, crime noir type of novel. Okay. Uh, it starts, I think, in... 1893 it's a world's fair oh, wow it's really old yeah cool. but it's really it's it's that that crime noir look so we have an architect who's building the world's fair in chicago and then we have a serial killer that's happening at the same time and how they tie together now uh was this the one that wasn't this originally going to be a movie with leo starring as a yes. serial killer okay yeah. so that's that's yeah. where we now i think it's an episodical story okay. And I mean, just when you look at the talent that's attached to this, that's this is pretty amazing. Like you have Scorsese, you have DiCaprio Leo. bought the rights to this. Yeah, movie. Oh, and and I, that's it's crazy to to see that and yeah. to see that this is going to a streaming service. You bought it 10, 10 years ago almost. Wow, twenty ten. So wow. So this is a I guess his passion piece. Maybe I don't know, but it's been a while for him to come out with this. Um, the story he has laid low for a while as well, so it's yeah. nice to see his name kind of popping up and not just about you know the world's climate. Also, to see his name attached to movies and film, so it's always exciting to see Leo and especially Scorsese. I mean, Scorsese's guy. We talked about it last time the Irishman coming out next this, this year? year. This, this year, year now, right? Yeah. October. 
Is it? Yeah, so exciting year for these streaming services. They're getting all these big names attached to it. And before, when we first started seeing Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime making movies and TV shows, the names were, that were attached to them weren't that big. Right. So now we're getting, like Scorsese, like that name alone, like, that's big. Yeah, we're getting heavy, we're getting heavy hitters here. Tons of viewers. Yeah. So moving on to our next story here, pretty much along the same lines, now we're getting a Breaking Bad movie. Now, Breaking Bad is a show that I haven't watched, so you have to apologize again. It's okay. Uh, have you seen Breaking Bad, Anthony? Yeah. 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 So I did a bit of season one, but I think I have to commit further. Yeah. Um, now, the show ends, I think, happy, as I recall. From, <laughs> from what I understand, they all live sure. a happy life. Yeah. Uh, but we're now getting a movie. Yeah, so we're getting a spin-off movie, and what the rumor on the street is is that this spin-off movie, this comes from Leslie Goldberg at the Hollywood Reporter. Oh, uh, Les. Yeah. The street caller. So uh Leslie tells us that this, this story is gonna be about uh Aaron Paul's character, Jesse Pinkman, about and it takes place after, after. the ending of Breaking Bad. Yeah. And Vince Gilligan is coming back for this. So Vince Gilligan is the writer and creator of Breaking Bad. And um, Walter White, uh, Brian Cranston, yeah. it's kind of up in the air. Do we know if he's coming back? Do we not know if he's coming back? So it's, Yeah, we shouldn't spoil it for sure. Yeah, but. we won't spoil it. I mean, it I think anything. I have an idea from what I've read. Um, but well, you know what? It's over. Like, it's been yeah, how many just, years? Let's spoil yeah, the audiences. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, the ending of Breaking Bad is... Um, but <laughs> what's interesting about this story, though, is that... AMC is the the sh- is the channel that produces Breaking Bad, right? And the movie is actually going to go on Netflix first. Yeah, yeah. crazy. What do, you, what do you guys think of that? I'm cool with it. I get to watch it on Netflix. That's true. Like, it makes my life easier to watch it. Was everyone assuming it would hit theaters? I don't know if I was assuming it would hit theaters. I thought for sure that it would be on AMC. Like, it'd be like a huge night for AMC to premiere it. It's still coming to AMC. But it's going to go on Netflix first. Um, I think it's important to note as well, too, that Netflix was a huge factor in what made yes. Breaking Bad successful. And they came very close to canceling it in the early seasons, but they continued on because of the fan support and the ratings. And, a lot of popularity from Netflix. Um, yeah. Viewers they were getting from Netflix. So I wonder if it's because AMC is a, like a, it's a TV like broadcast cable company. And... I don't know. They've never. I've never seen a television company air a movie, other than a limited series. I don't know. Has HBO done that? Like host a movie? HBO like has, like produce a movie HBO that goes straight. Movies, yeah. HBO's made movies. Yeah. yeah. That but goes straight that, to. That goes straight. But that's more premium, not basic. I'd say. Like, would you consider AMC basic or premium? It, it's it's basic. I'm not too sure, actually, because it's, it's in the middle. It's, it's, it's a channel that you have to pay for if you're other than basic cable. But right? I feel like HBO is almost like on its own. Like HBO and Showtime, they really are like in their own league in a way. Right, and HBO has always been the one from uh, time that that one big like if you're going to be a movie star and do TV shows, yeah, HBO is where you go. Yeah, it's, it's right? no fail option. It's interesting because we think about these movies that come from TV shows. I remember for the longest time there were rumors of a 24 movie. You know, for a long time. For the longest for time. Long the show time. ended. It, Jack dude, rides off into the sunset. Well, the last episode or last season, he ends up in China or they took him. Remember? Damage Chloe. Which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the live, one when they're live in another London. day? Or Live for Tomorrow? What, what the, but we've also had since then, we've had that spin off series 24 uh, Legacy. 24 Legacy. Right. I'm the, sorry. So, so, what, so that was supposed to be the movie, from what I understand, that 24 Live Another Day or whatever it was called. Um, right, the one right. that takes place in London with Chloe, 
so the the rumors for the movie came out way before. This was like right at the end of season eight, whatever it was, where Jack literally looks up at the camera, pieces out, um, and then it's like, all right, cool, we're gonna see Jack next in a movie. And the movie was supposed to be. It's interesting because the movie like twenty four. Like, could you do it real time, or was this supposed to be like? It's going to be a 24-hour long movie. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So uh, from what people were hearing, like, oh, will it be the last two hours or whatever? So it's now cool that I'm, I'm really glad to see Breaking Bad actually commit. I mean, so far from what we're seeing, again, still nothing has been concrete yet. But to see a TV show get the movie that it deserves, that's really good to see. Yeah. I mean, going <laughs> forward, sorry, just jumping back in here, just going forward, I'm wondering if this is setting a new president for a president president trump uh if this is setting a new precedent for shows um and how they're distributed going forward i mean again we spoke about this last week too but it's gonna be really interesting where companies and actors are gonna start planting their flags in the next uh, few years yeah. yeah 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 and we have and our next story too is leading right into this as well yeah so we got spike lee who's uh, setting a vietnam veteran drama as and, his next film and who's uh who's this coming from it's netflix again no uh the story sorry oh sorry. well i'm gonna get to that is sorry. if you want to give me a few minutes a few uh, minutes is too long yeah well give me a couple seconds then uh chad boseman starring in it supposedly and this is from justin kroll uh from a variety small publication as i recall they're not that very big small either. very small very small uh i'm not even saying their name correctly so spike lee he's tapped chadwick boseman um to do and it's called the five bloods the five the five bloods if there was ever a more spike lee ass name this is it spike lee ass name spike lee ass name this, this is, is a it. spike lee joint for sure i can yeah. tell already <laughs> um look here's the thing i'm gonna be uh on the record here I don't watch much Spike Lee. I did enjoy Black Landsman. Yeah. Um, Great movie. So when I'm seeing this, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. When it comes out, maybe I'll add it to my list. Who knows when I'll watch it. You guys are looking at me <laughs> no, like sorry. really upset. No, no. I, I, no, I, I didn't realize. going to kick it I over just, to us. No, I'm, um, I'm waiting for you guys to just yeah, um, yeah, yeah, chime in if you guys the think. The thing yeah. is, yeah, coming to Netflix as well. And again, this is Spike just got his first nomination for Best Director. Yeah. Um, Black Klansman is nominated for Best Picture. He's nominated for Best Director. And now, what's his next movie going to be? On Netflix. Mm. With Chadwick Boseman, who's also in Black Panther, nominated for Best Picture. It's so interesting. Everyone's moving. Like, I don't know how I feel about this. About everyone moving just to going Netflix. To a streaming service? Yeah. I like the theater. It yeah, is we, we're, we, we're at the theater every week, at least, right? So it just... It's, it's almost... Um, like, you take a movie like Roma, which... We love Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah. Um, Shay and I haven't watched it yet. I know Anthony's watched it. Yeah. But the fact that it's on Netflix, it's almost like psychological. Like, oh, I don't have to get to it right away. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's a weird. Um, I keep I keep pushing it back. You're right. It's a changing of the guard, guys. It's happening, and it's happening. Like, Is that direct- coming to Netflix as well too? Who's directing now? <laughs> it's uh, directors <laughs> are are moving to these site these streaming services. Who's the one who's not in favor of streaming? Services? Nolan. Nolan, Nolan, Spielberg, Super Spielberg, it, Spielberg yeah. just had something Lucas. as well too that just came out today as well too. Um, there, it's not that I don't think it's that they're against it. I think they're just they want to still preserve that theater experience. Yeah. yeah. Do you think creativity wise, do you think that Netflix has a bigger, like I guess creativity wise, do they let the directors off the hook a little bit more, or do they just do you think that's why creators are going to Netflix for I these shows? I think so. I yeah. think they don't have the same amount of pressure. For, from executives when it comes to making these movies okay yeah a hundred percent yeah 
I agree. Like Netflix is, I believe, in debt right now. They're yeah. just like yeah, they're like they're just perpetual throwing debt. up money to people, but they're gonna get and every month one or two good hits. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, but I mean, I think they just need to like look at it and just kind of come to a conclusion of what should we release, what should because every time I go on Netflix nowadays, everything's a Netflix original. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like when you see when Netflix started as like a mail in DVD service um, and then they got a bunch of shows and movies that we know more and more, just like what you're saying, Shay, um, this is all turning more into Netflix originals. And I think in the next five, 10 years, all of it's going to be that. You know what I mean? And we have Disney into the streaming service coming out. Universal, Warner Brothers, Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, Hulu, yeah. everyone is having their own. So as much as we're trying to cut cable and get rid of those feeds, but fees by the end of it, we're going to be spending the same much on streaming services, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. These are uh, just paying for the exclusive exclusivity <laughs> of certain movies and shows. Yeah. Justin Kroll again writes another article that we're going to be talking about. Good from, guy, Justin. From yeah. You know, little, little Jay is a, he's called in, in the uh, cubicles of variety. Uh, Thomas Middleich, 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 good Canadian Middle boy, ditch. good Canadian boy. He's joining our Zombieland sequel. I was having a conversation today about Zombieland with some people at work, and a lot of people haven't seen this movie, so it really falls under that cult classic radar. I guess mm-hmm. you could say. I think for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked Zombieland. Yeah, I loved great it. movie. Yeah, yeah I, I just watched it, it uh, again two weeks ago. Oh wow! Um, it is a great movie. It's 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 funny when you're watching it like. Everyone in that movie has an age. I think except for Abigail <laughs> Breslin, who was right. a child in this movie. Makes sense. Um, but like Emma Stone, uh, Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson yeah. um, I'm liking on everybody's Jesse name today. Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Everybody, yeah, looks, yeah. <laughs> Jesse everybody looks the same. And this movie's coming to Netflix. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, it's coming I actually wouldn't be surprised. Let, let's be honest here. This film right now, I know it's being slated for the theatrical release, but would it actually surprise you if they... Down the road when the trailers come out, the next thing you know is now on Netflix right away. Nothing surprises me. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for it. I I I hope it does well. It's 10 years after. We've got a good, we've got pretty much almost like the original writing crew and filmmaking crew yeah. back for it. Well, it's great to see uh, Ruben Fleisch, Fleischer, Fleischer who just did Venom. Uh, Venom. Yeah. yeah. So he's coming back. The writers. Oh, he did uh, Venom. Paul yeah. oh, wow. Wernick and Reet. Uh, Re- Reese are coming Red, back as well. Red too. Reese, Red Reese, Red, Red, Reese. Red um, They're coming back as well too. So it's it's like you were saying. It's nice to see the OG crew coming back for the sequel. So yeah. hopefully it always. It's the tenth anniversary of the film too. So yeah. let's uh, let's see what happens. Now, Red Reese was also, I believe, writing the Pirates of the Caribbean reboot, which I think uh, um, have they lost it? Because I know that Disney's trying to now reboot it. They're trying to come back with it. Anthony, have you seen anything about? Have you seen the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie? No. Oh boy! You're the so last lucky. one I saw was the first one. What really? Really? Yeah. Like when it came out in two thousand three. You're talking about Black Pearl was the only Pirates of the Caribbean film yeah. you saw. I'm actually jealous of you. There's right so now. many. I just lost count. And... I I still enjoy two and three, but okay. there's something about the magic of the first one that just right. nails two it. and three though. If I can be honest with you, I think I've only seen them again like once or twice maybe. So. Which is why I'm not. Which two. is also <laughs> me too. So maybe I'm thinking about yeah, better. So that's How the many thing, are right? There? There's oh, six now. Five, six? Five, 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 five. Okay. Yeah. And they're expensive movies to make. Oh, yeah. They're super expensive yeah, movies. You gotta film it in the water, right? Yeah. You gotta build all those. <laughs> it's like James in, Cameron in Hawaii, Abyss. Yeah. With Johnny Depp, is probably half the budget for yeah. his. Oh, yeah. For his um, $20 million salary. contract. Salary, yeah. Crazy. But it's interesting they want to reboot it because, like, with Pirates, like, you always think 
Jack Sparrow. Right. That's so they're so like tied together. So I don't as tired as that character became in the later movies, I'm not really interested in no. seeing a movie without him in it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I but I also think that if they maybe go down like when they're having the uh when they were having the Deadpool writers kinda do it. Um I was hoping that that was like the step towards maybe, and this is so hopeful thinking of a rated R Pirates of the Caribbean kind of film. <laughs> oh, Cause wow. that'd be like, I mean, just cause the Pirates of the Caribbean films really pushed PG 13 sometimes. There, right? there, there are some horrific moments in those. Yeah. Movies. So yeah. imagine if they just went full boil and just did the rated R, like that'd be so cool to see this swashbuckling, violent pirates film with some scare to it. I don't know. That's just hopeful thinking, but um, maybe uh, the director, since the director of Jurassic World Two, is it J. A. Bo- uh, for blanking on his name, J. A. Buena. Buena. Maybe he'll do the pirates movie because I think having a horror director would be really cool for a pirates yeah. movie. I li- I'm I'm liking what you just pitched right now. Thank Jay. you. I'm liking Thank you. that. Yeah, we'll we'll pitch it all of us to uh, Disney. Now, speaking of water, because that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. Great segue. I know. Um, Aquaman. We're getting the original writer back for the sequel, so that's pretty cool. James White wrote this from Empire, uh, and Johnson McGoldrick. David Leslie Johnson. I don't even like his name. That's a long name. I don't like That's it. That's a long name. <laughs> he was. I think he was. He was credited to be. The, he was credited as writer for the first Aquaman film. The whole credit to the film must have been is just his name. <laughs> um, he's coming back. And what has James Wan officially signed on? James, I, I believe he has signed on to direct the sequel. Okay. Um, James Wan was also the one who kind of cracked the story for the first Aquaman movie right. with Jeff Johns. So I. I'm assuming they're going to be back now. Um, I we enjoyed Aquaman. I know Anthony hasn't seen it yet, um, but yeah, I'm just I'm curious to see what this means for the DC universe. As we spoke about last week, um, it's very all up in the air right now. Is there and there's that trench movie coming out too, right? Oh yeah, right. Like a a spin off of that. Moments in the film, yeah. Which I don't know. Like, I know the trench in the comics, but... What, what, I think what, Alfred's like, next to get his own movie. I think Ooh. so. I think they're just going to throw anything out just there. Like movie What's the story there? I don't get... I, don't know. I, I don't, mean, like, I'm going to show how the trench became the trench. Like, I know, like, that scene of the film... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a like, calm does that body really need a movie? <laughs> Damn. It's it's actually narrated by DiCaprio as well about how the Earth's climate is kind of coming together. Damn, I think they're breaking Damn. it down this way. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, let's see what happens. Warner Brothers and DC—they're so up in the air right now. Yeah, like, we're down well, in the ocean. They <laughs> they canceled the Joker, which is wait 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 Jared oh, Leto's Joker. Jared Leto's Joker. Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah. So maybe there is something happening where was that movie? Was that movie was yeah. like officially green greenlit like it was one of those ones that leto like said yeah we're making a movie but is this happening who knows you send you send a, a picture a message with a, with all the movies happening oh and, yes with that the, was one of them right that was one of them as well too but right? i wonder also how official that image is because that that image seems like a compilation of maybe three guys like us sitting in a room kind yeah. of like saying because yeah, because and then uh, the director of like we were talking about uh the lego the lego batman movie said Chris yeah McKay. he he's doing a nightwing movie so right. it's like it's right. been people like right. speaking about them but it's never been warner brothers saying hey this is on our slate right now yeah warner brothers has been so quiet and so coy about it they're just been like yeah, 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 yeah let's just see what happens like it's almost like they want the director to say yeah i'm doing this see people's reaction and then be like no nah, never mind we're not doing that anymore like pull right out of it. Yeah, get out of the water. Get out of the water. 
Now, speaking of Aquaman, <laughs> you guys like my segues, right? <laughs> Jason Momoa is joining Josh Brolin and Oscar Isaac in the Dune reboot. Now, this is coming from Jeff Snyder, who's from Collider. And, I mean, we all here love Denis Villeneuve. Um, he, to me, is, I think, one of my second favorite directors right now, right next to David Fincher. I'll watch pretty much anything that he does. This he planet. hasn't missed. He hasn't missed. He hasn't missed. Um, I tried putting on Incendies the other night, yeah. uh, and I couldn't watch it because it was just too but heavy. A little heavy movie. <laughs> it was a little too heavy, so I said one more time for another night. Uh, but this stacked cast, it's crazy. Anthony, what, what do you think? Look at it's this cast phenomenal. Right now. What do you think? It's crazy. It's amazing. Timothy Chalamet. Javier Oscar Bardem. Isaac, Javier Bardem, Rebecca oh. Ferguson, Dave Bautista, Zendaya, Stellan Skarsgård, Charlotte Rampling. Don't know who that last one is. Though. That's why I saved it for last. Okay, good. Um, Charlotte Rampling. My Charlotte God, Rampling. this cast. I think people cast. are just like scratching at the bit to work with the knee. Yeah, I I mean, who wouldn't want to make a movie with him right now? He just came off the extremely successful, well, not financially successful oh, Blade Rampling. Runner. Oh, I see. I remember. Uh, she's the British. French. Oh, She's English though. English. Yeah, she. I've seen French her in enough. a couple of French films too. Her husband is French, I think, because his name is Jean Michel Yare. She was That'd in the um. Oh, what was that? La- the movie. It was last year. She was in. I can pull up her uh, biography here on uh, IMDb if you want. Please. Uh, she did some fantastic films. You might know her from Fifteen Years. Yes, so, I've fifth, seen her in yes, Swimming Fifteen pool. Years. Phenomenal. Oh, and Assassin's Creed as well. Assassin's Creed. My goodness. Okay, so she's she's got a she's got a good. Um, she's got a hundred years of uh, filmmaking experience, so that that should be great. Now, <laughs> I mean, I haven't read the book. I know there's a guy at work when I'm reading the book. Shout out to Steve; he's been reading the book recently, and he yeah. was quite excited about this yeah. cast. Yeah. And this is a remake, uh, or I guess a new vision from the right. '80s film. The '80s as well, film, right? yeah. Who um, was directed by? Which was directed by David Lynch? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it did not Do review well at well. all. Yeah. Yeah, it had the the special effects in that film, rough. Yeah, yeah, very rough. Um, well, so we look forward to that. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, again, I'm, I'm super excited for this movie. I don't know anything about Dune, but I'm hoping to not know anything about Dune before I see this film because yeah. I kind of want to go in as clean as possible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might read the book. Maybe you might not. read the book. No, Probably don't, not. Don't it looks, do it. Looks reading is for suckers. Okay. Go on. Only it chumps read. That's why we like movies. It's yeah, less work true. for us. I only read subtitles. That's my reading. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're moving on to Marvel a little bit here. Go from DC to to Aquaman. You know, we went to Jason Momoa, and I'm I'm dipping to Marvel. I'm I'm doing all these. Jay shaking here. his head a lot, like he's I'm, about to <laughs> drop a rhyme just for that. I'm about to drop some serious bars on y'all. Okay, so the Loki Loki TV series, which is going to come out on the uh, Disney Plus, the Disney streaming service, right? Yeah. It's called Disney Plus, right? Disney Plus, you got it, right? It's on their streaming service. Um, we've got some writers attached to it now. I think they're Rick and Morty writers, right? And this is coming from Boris Kitt from The Hollywood Reporter. So Michael Waldron has been selected as the showrunner for the show. And Waldron was a writer and producer. He did Good Game, Harmon Quest, but most notably it was Rick and Morty. So he's going to write the pilot and serve as a show creator. And, I mean, Tom Hiddleston's supposed to be coming back, right? Right. Right. Is this a cartoon? This is no. a live action show. And oh. there was a rumor that just came out uh, a couple days ago that apparently this is going to center around Loki um, uh, being a part of, of a history of events in Earth and how he played a small role in them. 
Oh, kind of like tricking. Uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump <laughs> and like the Minions movie. Like, so he's gonna. So I've seen it's gonna Minions show movie. like he's kind of had like a. I only know that from the trailer. By yeah. The way. Um. <laughs> so how he's kind of played a small role in every massive historical events. Right. 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 Uh, which is an interesting concept. Right. Um. I'm just curious. Is this is this going to be more Loki from Ragnarok or is this going to be Loki from Thor: The Dark Worlds? Like, are they taking a more? Uh, it sounds this sounds more comical to me, especially when you have Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um. The sh- as the showrunner, I think Loki in his nature is designed to be. He's not evil in a sense. He's just a trickster. He's, he's, he's mischief. A, like yeah. that's that's all he can do. That's all he knows. So. He's just going to be creating mischief, and there probably is a lot of uh, laughs that go with it. And I think uh, Tom Hiddleston has played this character phenomenally. Yeah. He's always been, regardless of the Thor movie. He's always been the standout in the in those films, so it's, I'm glad that he's coming back. And um, if we get more Loki, that's I wonder awesome. what the budget looks like on that. For all these Disney Plus, apparently there's going to be a Scarlet Witch show as well, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like I'm just curious, like, are these getting movie budgets? Like, how how many episodes? There's so many questions still. And I know this streaming service is supposed to come out this year, next year, this year, end of this year, this year. So I'm just curious to see what that. Initial offering is going to be going forward of content, and I hope that it's when it comes to region. Like we're living in Canada, and I hope that we're not coming down to any region locking. Like, oh, this show isn't available here, or this movie isn't available here. Because I, I mean, if Disney's owning it, I would hope that they have the ability to get it to every country that they're launching this. Mm -hmm. I hope so too. And you have those weird uh, Netflix deals in place right now as well too. So I, I could see us having. A different Disney Plus here than we they do in the stage, which sucks because you don't want that. But Dude, really, because it's their own stuff. It it's, is, but unless I, they've licensed it out to other people, right? Right. Like, so, like the can the Canadian Netflix is the only one who's going to be getting the new Marvel movies and Star Wars on Netflix still. Yeah. But yeah. going forward in the states, they're not getting that on their Netflix. So it's just it's really interesting how these licenses work. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping because it's original content, we get it still. I right. can understand back catalog stuff. Or we just but... get Disney Plus when it comes out. Right. We yeah. just we just pay for it, but we don't get any content. Well, <laughs> VPN networks work well. That's true. Yeah. So that's we can true. VPN. Yeah. And you can it's buy not a VPN illegal. router. Yeah. 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 That's that's also true. Or we'll just you know we'll just drive to Buffalo and just we'll watch just it watch. on the border. We'll watch you know? everything we'll on the border. Just watch it on the falls. We'll just move to we'll... the United States, guys. Okay. Done. Yeah. Uh, depending mm. on how big this podcast does. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we had President's Day weekend. We're pretty much at the end of it right now. For, or Family Day weekend. For us in Canada, in Canada. Yeah, we're rocking Family Day weekend. We have the lamest holiday. I'm so sorry. No. They should have just called it. <laughs> they have the lamest president right now. The, so. They should have just called it <laughs> day, off, you say no? day off holiday. <laughs> no, no, I love Family Day. I'm a big supporter of Family Day. What no, about I people love who too. don't have families? Or they lost their families? Is it's awful. You? Are you? Is that you? Like, I feel like you're coming from like the heart. You're, you're like you sound like Eminem and Eight Mile right now about to bust something. I lost my family <laughs> oh, in the war. <laughs> in oh, the war. war! Which one? I don't know. Oh. It's too many. The war. Because the Gulf War. Because I can't remember. Oh, he's amnesia. This, we're writing a film script right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Alita, Alita. Now this was a buildup of a film because we've talked about this film. Anthony, you haven't seen it yet, but Dan and I got the privilege to see the advanced screening of this movie just about two weeks prior. Two to weeks ago, out. yeah, and. We kind of came out of it saying, okay, you know what? Skip it. It's it's not for everybody. You're giving away. I was literally about to say, go watch it. The The link is in the show notes. Go watch it on well, YouTube. See what we Well, these are our loyal fans, they've yeah. hopefully seen it. If these are not our loyal fans, you guys are all new. Hey, welcome. Go give us the view on YouTube. Check yeah, it out. Check it out. We'll, give us a thumbs up. We'll have our deeper thoughts on that video, obviously. But. Yes, for sure. Um, 
But the movie, I mean, what's it at right now, Daniel? Uh, the weekend gross? Yeah. $27.8 million. And that, is this domestic? This oh. is uh, the, the weekend gross domestic, yeah. Okay. And this is on a $200 million budget. Yeah. 170, I think, with the incentives and taxes, from what I heard. Like, they're really trying to hone in on. Yeah. I mean, that's that's rough, especially when you yeah. have a four day weekend. Yeah. And this is what you're kind of like, they're still always going to make money tomorrow if people go see this movie, but that's rough. From what I read, is the worst President's Day weekend uh, box office in 15 years. Ouch. 2000 Ouch. and what year was that? Four? Yes. Huh? Where were you in 2004? 2004 waiting to see what would happen 15 years later <laughs> I, was I would watching, be like wow this is the best box office is going to be for the next 15 years i was watching spider-man 2 i think um yeah no that's it's disappointing you know because regardless of what we thought of the movie right um i we at least were like you know what if there was a sequel we'd see it yeah we yeah. didn't trash it like it it hasn't gone it's at 60 percent on rotten tomatoes 95 percent on like audience score oh wow which is huge uh, but yeah, it's not doing well every like even overseas. But overseas, it's, it's launching. I think next week. No, it's launched. No, I think China and Japan are the twenty second. Is it not? No, China already like. Oh wow. They're already projecting yeah, the numbers. The worldwide gross is it's open already. Oh jeez. So, so worldwide, worldwide, sorry, worldwide, worldwide, worldwide uh, one hundred and thirty million worldwide right now. Okay, so it'll. And its biggest opening is in Russia. What? Yeah. Russia? Russia. Soviets? Yeah, before you got here, Shesh, oh. uh, Anthony was telling me this news in a Russian accent. I was like, Anthony, can you tell like, our viewers? We like our vodka and our alita. That's, that was the uh, worst Russian accent, eh? <laughs> that's, that's exactly how we said it. I had a feeling that they were into Japanese manga. I just didn't know how heavily they were into it. Yeah, I mean... I'm. I'll be honest too. I, I don't think we're be surprised. Honest with me. I don't think we're surprised that it's opening no, low. Not at all. Um, Anthony, are you interested in seeing this? Uh yeah, yeah. Are you I gonna am. see it in theaters though? Probably not. <laughs> are you going to stream it legally? I will stream it legally. Okay. When it's uh, four ninety nine on oh, iTunes. Nice. Oh, wow. okay. Wow. So you have a long way to go, <laughs> or unless it drops at that price, right. or if it's on Netflix and all, or one of those other streaming services. And see, what's, what's interesting is that for. like. Like so, right now this weekend we launched that film, and then next weekend we have a big, a bit of a heavy hitter I'd say coming out of the gates with How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, hopefully, right? Hopefully, Is it yeah. a heavy hitter. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the yeah. series. I enjoyed the movies, but I again not one that stuck with me. What was me. the last one? That... But there's a big following though. How much money did the last one make? I'll pull those numbers up. But Shay, you were just telling me that uh, when you were in Dubai earlier this year, this film was already out. So when, yeah, I was in Dubai in really? uh, January, the first week of January, and this film was already out. Um, and I debated watching it. So it, it had a very early uh, international release. I haven't seen it this early for a movie before, I think. That at least that comes to recent memory. It's a month and a half, or over a month and a half. Yeah. Why did they get an... Inter- like, is it internationally made, or... Why did they release... Know. It, it, when That's I when strange. I checked, because I was just really surprised that it was already out, and then I checked, and it was out in a lot of countries in Europe and the Middle East. Uh, and the Middle East is a hard place to launch a film because of so many censorship rules. So, and I don't expect How to Train Your Dragon to be filled with cursing. Um, I would hope not. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I I guess all the dragons were like they're just they're all pixelated. <laughs> they're there. all pixelated. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope it did well. But uh, again. I, I don't know what the can you see what the uh, yeah so I have the like? uh, I have the worldwide gross for the first one is around five hundred million, 
and the worldwide gross for the second movie was around six hundred and twenty million. Oh wow! So they're not they're 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 definitely they definitely make money, um, but they're not uh, giants box office mongrels. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and this movie too has had a lot of advanced screenings. They had an early fan screening in the states as well too. Um, so I'm just curious what the legs of this movie are going to be going into March when you have some big movies coming soon. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope it does well because it's been a very sad beginning of the year. Like no film really has. I mean, I'm really upset about a Lego movie. I wish that did better. Yeah. Like we loved it. Yeah. But yeah, it, it came in second this weekend, 21 million. So not too bad. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping that it keeps getting that family crowd. Yeah. Uh, but when you have How to Train Your Dragon come out, it's, I don't know how well this movie's going to do. It'll going probably forward. stay number one. How to Train Your Dragon will probably stay number one for the next two weeks until this until Captain Marvel comes Captain out. For Marvel. Sure. Ooh, Sorry, yeah. I was going to say Miss Marvel. That's how I know her. I don't know. Oh her. yeah, Captain you Marvel. know her from the uh, her her Miss days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the comics. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. Let's uh, let's keep moving on here. So that's pretty much all we have for news. I'd say. Yeah. Right. Unless uh, there's anything else you guys going to talk about. No. This is no. now the moment to speak it. No, I have no, no other news. On. I'm going to forever hold my peace. Thank you. Um, we've got some new dates for films coming out. Yep. So coming to America too, which we kind of talked about last time. Did we? We did not know. We did not. No, no. Oh, we were going to talk about it. We didn't. Sorry. That's my apologies. Yeah. We cut it out. Yeah. Because... That's in the deleted scenes on our Patreon that we haven't launched yet. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> and uh, so it's being set for 2020 with, uh, I mean, I guess the original cast coming back. Yeah. My, my, Arsenio and uh, is, What's Arsenio been up to? I don't know. He's been waiting. He's been waiting for this <laughs> moment. Waiting for this day. Wait, he was on something. I don't know. I mean, he had a show a few years ago too, but then it got canceled again. Oh, boy. Like the um, Arsenio Hall show? Yeah. Came back. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so sure. I sure. mean, this is just another 80s movie getting revived, right? I like the first one. It's a... F- Fantastic film. It's I pro- wish they did Bev- Beverly Hills Cop again. But they they've had like what of four of those? Yeah, but unless they do a reboot, Shaft Son. No, oh I want gosh. Eddie Murphy to play. I want Eddie Murphy to come back too. Yeah, uh, we got some new trailers this week as well. Yeah, uh, and one of the, we got a nice first look at Aladdin, and especially at the genie. And we have a whole breakdown of that on our YouTube channel this time with slash. Uh, nothing else there just this time <laughs> youtube.com slash oh, this time <laughs> will take you there and uh, we really talk about how we feel as Will Smith um, you know being the blue CGI yeah. genie but Anthony we didn't get your thoughts what are your thoughts awful oh. awful right. right out of the gate eh yeah awful not holding back they should have CG'd him completely. oh 100% there were so many great renders that his, yeah I don't know maybe it's maybe it's they just they don't have time to make a really good renderer um but yeah, it just looks awful. And it's surprising. It's Disney. You would think that with it being such a prized uh, franchise for Disney, that mm-hmm. they would, I feel like, have a better grasp of how audience are going to react to how Will Smith looks. Because for so long, we're like, we want to see blue Will Smith. And they gave it to us, literally. Um, so yeah, we <laughs> we literally dive uh, dove deep into it. I think our video was like 15 or 16 minutes long where we just kind of discussed every frame of this. But well, I mentioned it's... to Shade during work. Um, there's a lot of movies happening with a lot of CG and Disney is like just yeah. pushing them out. I feel like maybe they're just overworking these guys and they just can't keep up. And maybe they're licensing this footage to other people to 
There's make, lots of lots of production houses working on it. I'm assuming make these VFX. So I don't know. I just it looks it just looks terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean that's a consensus that everyone's pretty much had. Um, but as we keep looking at some trailers, we had a trailer for Tolkien, which starts uh, Nicholas Holt. Yeah, I as uh, J uh, R R Tolkien. Tolkien. Yeah. Tolkien. 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 Yeah. Tolkien. Tol- Tolkien. Tolkien. Yeah. Uh, and I mean it was it was a weird trailer. It was not a traditional trailer really. It kind of just it was happens. awful. It was yeah, awful. Yeah, it didn't look good. Yeah. To me, what about it's, you? It looks very. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious about this movie. It just in the sense of like there. I feel like it's it's banking a lot on the success of the Lord of the Rings. So it's trying to show us like the, his fellowship in life and things mm. like that. So it's kind of like super on the nose, very on the nose. So um, even like with like having his like four friends and things like that. And so I'm just I'm just curious what the actual film is going to be. Um, but other than that, I don't really have any. It almost looks like a BBC original film. Yeah. It's weird. It has like these, the fantasy look with the real life happenings. And this is how he thought of this Lord thing, of the Rings yeah. during, I guess, World War One. Right. Uh, I don't know. So it's interesting. Yeah. What uh, other, what other trailers? So we had, this, I, this trailer surprised me because it kind of literally came out of nowhere. I was, remember I was in the morning waking up and it was, it's called Yesterday. Um, it's directed by Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle, household name, really great director. And the movie's about, it's a very interesting premise. It's about a guy who, I guess, gets into a, who has a coma. Do you say premise, by the way? Uh, premise? Premise? Yeah. Premise? <laughs> yeah. I like premise. Yeah, premise is, uh, it's what they say in Britain. Yeah. You know? Okay. This Daniel. I'm sorry. We're the in premise. <laughs> premise. All right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. We'll continue on. I'm sorry for all the listeners we just lost over yeah. that, over my <laughs> pronunciation of premise. Uh, and the film is so he gets into an accident, wakes up in a coma, wakes up, sorry, wakes up out of the coma. It's, I don't even know how much longer after it is. And the trailer kind of shows that he's playing, you know, Beatles songs. So he's playing Yesterday, I think, is the song that he's playing. Right. And Lily Collins' character, Lily Allen, I forgot what was her name. Lily she's, Collins. Lily from Collins. Who Played Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. Yeah. She's just like, what song is that? And he's like, it's, it's Yesterday by Paul McCartney and the Beatles. And it's just so interesting because now this whole film's about the Beatles don't exist and he's the only one that knows the Beatles music because he's a huge fan. So now he's banking off their success and it's just this really, really interesting plot, I think. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You don't really it. get... Oh, I was Go on, sorry, Anthony. Yeah, no, I, I thought the, the trailer was great. Um, yeah, I liked it. I don't know, like, until I see it, I'll... Kind of have my two cents for it. It's uh, you don't really get a lot of movies with like this kind of unique plot to it, you know. Like this is a really unique premise. Mm, premise. Um, so like it's it's cool and like like I love the Beatles. Uh, my dad was telling me about this movie for like months. He's like, yeah, Ed Sheeran's involved, and my, my dad. I feel like my dad wrote this movie. Your dad actually was. Um, really? That's yeah, cool. he was just telling me about it forever. But like, it's a really cool premise and awful poster, by the way. So don't oh, let the my. poster put you off. Yeah. But it's. It looks like a really cool movie, and I hope that this movie finds success because it's it's a really cool idea. Are you yeah. a uh, Beatles fan, Anthony? No. No. Okay. All right. That was quick. Yeah. yeah. Quick really, and easy. Uh, now we know. I'm they a man of few words. Before we even get to the first episode, they know where Anthony stands. Yeah, Anthony along. hates David Fincher. Yeah. Hates, hates the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. Hates the Last Jedi. <laughs> the Last Jedi. Hates yeah. the Last Jedi, but loves Tyler Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't wait for Medea's family funeral reunion. Oh my god. Come family on. funeral reunion to resurrections. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we got also got our first sneak, kind of a surprise drop, but I think people yeah. were kind of expecting it for Frozen 2. What do you guys think? Loved it. I love the opening sequence. I don't know why. Was she training, you mean? Yeah, she's try, trying to get off this island, and she's freezing the, the ocean and jumping, and it was like, oh, how did she get there? It's just a really tense moment. It's really to start cool. off as a trailer. Yeah, so. it's it's like no pun intended. It's really cool. Like the animation <laughs> is amazing, and I think one of the things that stuck out to me most, I think, is the the nature looks so realistic. Yeah, that so, water. So it's a little off putting when you see the character model of Elsa there, because I'm like, oh well, okay, she's she's like a cartoon, but like this looks like real life. Yeah. Um, but it's really intense. Like, and I, there's been a lot of comparisons to it looking like Breath of the Wilds. Um, it's just how like. The, how it's shot and the actions and mm-hmm. the and everything in it, but I like I'm I don't really have any feelings towards the first Frozen movie. Um, you it's have fine. No feelings towards the first. I'm a little cold inside. Yeah. No, so it's... I actually have I haven't seen Frozen at all. Oh yeah, I, I've heard the song. You know the friggin' song. Every... Oh, we yeah. were playing at work all the time. Um, oh my god. But yeah, like, it's it's fine. It's like it's it's fine. But I don't think it. For me, it it wasn't like the phenomenon that yeah. it was. Right. I mean, I, I watched the first Frozen film not too late into the cycle. I mean, I watched it, I think right when it was coming out on home release and I was like, Oh, that was good. But that was it. Like I didn't like, I wasn't like, Oh my God, I have to have everyone watch this film because at that point everyone had seen this is, film. Is it yeah. a Disney staple like Lion King or Lion no, King? not to me. No, not to me, but for it Disney. Yes. So for Disney, much for yeah. Disney. Yes. For Disney, much, it's huge. It's like the biggest movie they've ever made. It's, I think it's the most, uh, financially successful Disney animated movie. Okay. I believe <coughs> we'll get a fact check on that. But, Michelle, yeah, um, animated and CG animated because it's CG not. Animated? It's okay. not there. It's not Pixar, obviously. So that everyone always says, "Oh, Pixar, Pixar," but no, they they have their own in-house CG as well. Like they've done Wreck-It Ralph and all those other films as well that are not Pixar based, right? Um, but yeah, Frozen. I mean, that's again enjoyed it. I liked it. I guess I wasn't over the moon about it. I didn't write home to it. It wasn't one of those movies that I'm going to put on. I, I'll be honest. I've seen it once. Right. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. I've only seen it once. Well, and I haven't seen it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I this this second trailer. I mean, sorry, this trailer for the second film. Yeah. Really stood out to me. It was really really interesting. Damn. It's funny. I was uh like just I wonder like do people know this movie is happening? Because like th- I feel like the response like I was talking to people. I was even talking like to. Uh, like uh, some younger people as well too, and like what? <laughs> when were you doing this? Some this? young people. No, I was just, but like it's just kids? like I was talking like to children. Were you at a school talking to kids? <laughs> no, but about like it's just like when with? you when you talk about Frozen too, like we have our friend Nicole as well. Yeah. Um, shout out to Nicole. Shout out to Nicole. She didn't know the trailer came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like it's just I don't feel like people really yeah. know that Frozen Two is happening. Yeah. Usually with Disney movies, when they do sequels, especially for like huge successful movies, they don't really. It's not a real sequel. Like Lion King two or Elijah, right. just, oh yeah, straight to DVD, yeah, yeah. type of thing. I, I, so I feel like that is, was that that nineties period where yeah. they would just let's make a spin off of everything. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it is interesting that this is coming out the way it is because I don't know. I mean, I hope it does well, and it obviously will. What am I saying? Hope it does well. It will destroy. You know, Frozen needs a win <laughs> this year, a, guys. Disney needs a win. They've been they've been really hitting it. Um, but I, I yeah, I'm excited. Can I make a prediction? No, this is not a prediction podcast. Okay, sorry, this is not prediction cast. <laughs> no, go ahead, please. I'm going to make a prediction. Yes. By the time Frozen comes out, which is in November. Frozen 2, okay. Disney is already going to have made more money at the box office. Than David Crockett. Than they made in 2018. So last year. 
So last year. So by the time Frozen 2 comes out, yeah. they're going to already had surpassed the amount of money they made at the box office in 2018, which leaves them in with Frozen 2 and Star Wars. I think that's just going to be icing on the cake for them. But they're already going to have surpassed their box office for 2018. So it's just, what do you it's think? crazy, man. Do you, it's crazy. Do you think that's a too pie in the sky... Uh, First of all, pie in the sky? Yeah, it's pie in the sky like uh, prediction. Like is that too out there? No. No? No. Do you like so it's not really worth betting then, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I want to bet against you. You're gonna bet against uh, me? For absolutely no game Hashtag of my own. For burger bets. We're gonna bet a burger. Oh. Um if it, I win you buy me a burger, if you win oh, you buy shit, me. The I, amount of money this company is gonna make yeah. is I don't, they're gonna pop buy a a planet, you know, like they, <laughs> they can literally buy I was gonna a say planet. island. I was gonna say island, but you're actually right. They Disney's could buy a Earth. planet. <laughs> Disney's Earth. We're all in 2020. Marvel, Star Wars, and then their own like animated stuff. Endgame's gonna crush it this year. Yeah, yeah, it's just and that's Endgame, Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo, Toy oh Story, God. Frozen Two, Star Wars, not including and whatever else they have their hands. That's a budget of. Yeah. Two billion dollars, probably. Oh, apparently the budget mean? for Actually, Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame was a billion dollars for both films. Yes, that's a rumor. Yeah. And Endgame, sorry, Infinity War made over two billion dollars, so they've already made their money back. And we're not talking. We haven't mentioned the merchandise. Yeah. Oh. The parks. The parks. The twentieth century Fox acquisition. Oh yeah. my god. The streaming service. It's it's insane the amount of money that Disney sees. Disney parking. They make so much parking money alone, on just at Disney World. They make more than so many companies. Yeah. Um, we also got a couple of other trailers. Uh, these ones are not as interesting as Frozen 2. <laughs> but we got a trailer from Ma. Hey, Ma. Hey, hey Ma. <laughs> Come over here, Ma. It, it, it is the Ma, Ma, Italian Ma. film that Tiffany yeah. wishes he made. Just me yelling. <laughs> hey, Ma. I'm downstairs. Ma. Starting, was it Octavia Spencer? Yes. Yeah. Really weird trailer. Right, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, "Whoa, this looks, this feels like Get Out." And then I'm like, "Oh, it's Bloomhouse, and it's from the producers of Get Out." Okay, yeah, yeah it's just weird. What did you think of it, Anthony? I actually liked it. I yeah. liked the the premise of it. It was, a, I think, it's the story of this lady who befriends younger kids, and I don't know. There's there must be some sort of tie in with these kids. Maybe their parents and Octavia where they grew up together. I don't know, but it's become, it becomes sinister the more the trailer plays out and she has other um, intentions. Intentions, Motives. yeah. yeah. And I like Octavia Spencer. She's a great actress. So I, I kind of like want to watch that movie because of her, her acting abilities and I feel like she wouldn't pick a movie that that didn't, you know, Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's, well. that's not going to be a success. And I yeah. think at the end of the day... She's very smart when it comes to her movie choices. Yeah, and Blumhouse right now is one of those studios that is in that playing field of successful films. Like, I don't think any of their films have really not done well. No, especially in the last um, the last two, three years. Like, yeah. they've just been killing out of the, it. Even, like, movies like it. Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Happy like, Death yeah. Day was a... It's actually a fun horror movie. That's yeah. what I've been hearing. I... When I went to go watch it with Mel, shouts to Mel. Um, <laughs> shouts to Mel. Our social, like, oh, I don't social media watch this. It's it's a Valentine's Day and someone gets killed. I don't care. But I watched it. It was really really good and it was really funny. I thought the actress did a really good job. That's all I hear about this film. Um, I haven't watched part two. I would like to watch part two. But um, yeah, it's a fun horror movie. 
just from the looks of the second one, the second one looks more fun than the first one did. Like the it first did, one yeah. looked a lot more intense. This I one think just that's, looks they're like, trying to market it that way. Yeah, like I guess. this one looks like like very much like the Groundhog Day. Like, yeah, but they really lean into the comedy on this one. Right. Yeah. And I think they found out that people really liked the humor side of the first one, so they said, "Okay, cool, let's milk it." Because I mean, how can you really make a sequel to this movie without making it fun? Um, going on for the box office for Happy Death Day too, because it just opened up this weekend. Oh, did it? Okay. Oh yeah, it's a, it is Valentine's Day weekend. It came in second with twenty. No, that was Lego Movie, it, right? It came in fifth. Yeah. Oh, Lego, Lego Movie <laughs> was bad. second. Uh, Isn't it romantic? Came in third. Is it? Is what it men romantic? want came in fourth, and then Happy Death Day to You came in fifth. Oh, poor, poor. And what men want sits at a uh, staggering fourth place, dropped from second. Because I can't wait to see that film. It's made thirty-eight million dollars worldwide right now. What is? Uh, what men want? My God, it's too much money. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I actually, I'm gonna watch Happy That Day someday. Yeah, I think we should watch it someday. I think so. Yeah, we haven't seen it. Um, Cold Pursuit, which I think would have done better if the whole Liam Neeson scandal didn't happen. Yeah, but it's also like a Liam Neeson movie. I think, you but could, it got good reviews though. Yeah, but even even then, like Liam Neeson movies, you could just edit yeah. them all into one. Make Pile. a compilation and they'll feel like the same movie. And I, I feel think, like the, right? the budget isn't that high for them, so they'll usually make back something. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, we also got a trailer for Triple Frontier, which is another Netflix film. Hope this is good. Oh, oh my, my god. god, the cast in this movie too: Oscar Isaac, uh, Charlie Hunnam, Ben Affleck, um, Diego Luna. Luna. Uh, no, Luna? No, 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 not Diego. Uh... The guy from uh, from um, well, Kingsman, but he's Kingsman also in and, uh, uh, Narcos. Narcos. That's it. Um, yeah, he so th- they're doing a film by the director from uh, A Most Violent Year, uh, while Anthony's searching up who the actress is. And this trailer is a bit more on the story side. Do you have the name? Pedro Pascal. Oh, Pascal, wow. we that's, were it. that's it. wrong. We were so wrong. Yeah, no, Diego. Uh, he's the he's the one from uh, Star Wars World yes, One. Diego Luna. Um, yeah. But funny enough, uh, Pedro Pascal is also going to be in. Star Wars: The Mandalorian TV show oh, yeah. directed by John Favreau. Yes, interesting. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> but this, tra- like this trailer, like I love the first trailer for this yes. movie. I just found that the second trailer gave so much so away plot-wise. Yeah. Still excited though. Anthony, what yeah, do you think? I'm still excited. I uh, I just I watched the trailer before we we started the podcast, and yeah, there is a little bit of a spoiler to it, but. I still like. I'm still invested in watching this movie, especially because of the cast. Um, and you know, there's more to it. I'm guessing. I hope uh, from the looks of it. But I hope it's misdirection as well too. Mm. I hope because they gave us so much of the plot in the second trailer. I'm hoping it's just them being like, "You think it's gonna go this way? But Guess what? Do you unsubscribe from Netflix because <laughs> you're wrong? Do you hope that like nowadays that directors would mislead you? I, like, I hope, especially because of what happened in the past with other trailers being too... I gladly welcome it. Yes. Like if you look at um look, look at Infinity War for example. Yeah. Like that whole trailer is misdirection. And yeah. and they and I kind of like obviously if you have the money to do it but like right. if you I think directors now a lot of them do realize but you need to realize that marketing is just as important now as going to watch a movie. Yeah. You know, so I think you need to really think behind what your poster looks like. You need to think about what this trailer looks like. And obviously directors have always been part of that, but 
you you got to make sure that your audience is not just like, oh, I saw the trailer. I don't need to watch this. Right. right. And uh, yeah, I hope it does well. I mean, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I know we're all going to watch it. So. That'd and it's cool. getting a theater release first. Yeah, a week a, early. About a week early. Yeah, yeah which is yeah. which is cool to see. Yeah, again, I'm trying to still figure out what the actual studio is because seeing a Netflix film come out in theaters, is right? Interesting. Uh, we also got the last trailer here. We got is from the movie Long Shot. Uh, Anthony, you really enjoyed this trailer. Yeah, it was a. It's a story about a a writer whose uh, past friend is now running for president, and. Yeah, I guess it's a comedy. Who's in it? Charlize Theron and uh, Seth Rogen. Every time I see the name of this movie, I forget what it's about, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's a Seth Rogen movie." Like I, like I just, yeah. I just forget. I, I don't know what it is. Just maybe, maybe the name of it. It just doesn't like stick in my head. Long shot. Long shot. Yeah, but it looks cool. Like it's, it was a cool trailer. I, I like Seth Rogen a lot. Canadian boy as well. Yeah. Um, I think he has good chemistry with Charlize Theron in this trailer as well too. Um, so. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's a good time. Yeah, I'm excited. I I, I enjoy movies that kind of center around politics and things like that. So when they make it fun, like I like, there's movies out there that um, I've enjoyed that people haven't. Like I loved I- Ides of March. Yeah, George Clooney directed. A lot of well. people didn't like it. A lot of people did not like that film. But I I didn't like I, it. I, I really, oh okay. We'll have another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Ides of March. Watch it again. But yeah. Yeah, but I just I like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, and it's it's a like going to Ides of March. Like it's it's a heavy movie as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a. Like, I remember I went back to watch it after I watched the first season of House of Cards. Because House of Cards is very, like, it's intense, but it's also fun. Uh, so going back to that, I'm like, oh, this isn't this isn't that. But in my head, I remembered it as that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this looks this movie looks fun. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. I mean, we got the, we got our first look at it. It comes so. out May. It comes out in May. May 10th, I want to say. Wow. Well, it what, comes out, what else comes out in May 10th? This, May is stacked. May is Aladdin year. as well. May Aladdin. Uh, Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many movies. I think every weekend in May is stacked this year. Yeah, yeah. So let's see what happens with that. I mean, May third. May third. Wow. Okay. Cool. So starting it off. It looks like it's gonna be crushed by other movies though. Oh, 100%. that's a week after Endgame. Yeah, Endgame's crushing it. <laughs> this movie has a long shot. What, what if this? What if it's like a, a giant upset the next weekend? <laughs> Endgame comes in second somehow. And Endgame drops the fifth. Oh my god! <laughs> no, this movie the the name is fitting because the movie has a long shot of making it number one at the box office. It, right, it might not. Uh, and this week we have How to Train Your Dragon coming out, which we already discussed. So let's see how that does. Again, been a very disappointing year in terms of box office. Let's see if How to Train Your Dragon three, The Hidden World. My boy Daniel Ortega from the Slice Podcast. I know he's excited for this film. I know he, he can't wait to see he's, it. He's, I think he's the biggest High yeah. Trainer Dragon fan. Yeah, yeah. I know in the world. Um, so we hope it does well for him. Yeah, I hope the dragon dies. Oh my Which god! One? Which one? All of them. All the dragons die at, at yeah. one time. Anthony, I think is the villain in that movie. I kind of, yeah. I, I show up I, and I, I kill them. I want to side with Anthony here because I want to see Daniel cry. Both Daniels. That's how you get us. people to come watch your movie. You just add a little bit of death. Yeah, and they're like, wow. <laughs> just sprinkle a little. I just did not why do, expect why that. Why do we? Ex- why do you think Endgame? Uh, sorry, Infinity War did so well because right. they killed half the people in that. The reason why Bambi did so well as well is because Bambi's mom dies. But they're not really well, dead, are they? Though which one? I I don't think anyone dies in that movie. I don't think Captain America or Iron Man die in Endgame. Okay, I'm. This is a. This is a hot take right now. This oh. is this is worth a bet. So Anthony, you're making a, are you making an is official this a burger bet? Yeah. Is this an official burger bet you're putting on the line right now? Yeah. Wow. 
So just what, because what, what are you saying? So you're saying someone will die. I I who in, you say that in my heart of hearts, oh. I believe that we're going to lose Iron Man or Captain America. We're losing one of the two. If I have to wager who, who? I'm going to lean more towards Captain America dying. I don't think so. But that just me. I know we're losing one of the big two. Anthony says none. none. Of the big two? How about you, Shay? You know what? I'm going to go uh, $1 Bob and I'm going to say both of them die. Wow, okay. So we have a uh, we have our bet here. It's really I can't it's, wait it's for really, this movie. It's really it's really shame. Is at the dead end me. I'm going to jump <laughs> so high. They're not dead. He just yells it and then there's the after credit scene is just I'm dying of like <laughs> Why would they do in the after of like dysentery or something just like a oh, flu or uh, influenza. They, just, like, uh, they get in a car accident. <laughs> my god. They're just driving. <laughs> It's just the most random. <laughs> and they, they hit a tree. It's a random. Wow. Just like how, yeah, it, it's very similar to how Tony's parents died. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, wow. I mean, that's, so that's our official, uh, we'll call that our official uh, first burger bet. Yeah, because the first the burger bet, I don't know if I'm, uh, yeah. I'm in on I it. I feel like that's more of a hot take from me. Yeah. The saying that Disney, by by the time Frozen 2 comes out, will have more money yeah. than last year. I don't have a dog in that fight. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with that, okay. with that hot take, but... I primarily just want to see you two in this burger bet. Okay. I'm really just here on the sideline, I guess, yeah. refereeing it. Okay. I'll buy burgers for people. <laughs> not even betting. We're just I'm not going to bet. You want a burger, I'll buy you a You know burger. me. I'm from Woodbridge. <laughs> um, all right. So, guys, what are you guys watching? I mean, in terms of film or, or TV shows, what have you guys kind of gone back to this week? Um, I just finished watching American Gods. That's which on is, the, is it on? on? Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Really, really cool story. Is that the one with um, who's in that? The guy from John Wick, isn't it? They? Yeah, the old dude. Yeah. Ah, uh, he's from Dead World. Oh, Dead. Deadwood. Deadwood. I don't know his name. So I've heard British things guy. about the show. What's it about? It's it's written by Neil Gaiman. If you know who Neil Gaiman is, not at all. I'm blanking on who. Sandman. Oh yeah. Writer of Sandman. Right. Uh, he's done a couple of comics, but this is based off a novel. Um, the story or the premise is that. Um, gods from, I would say from the past are being forgotten for gods for the future. So gods like media or globalization or, uh, technology are being worshiped and gods from the past, like Odin and also like literal gods. Like yeah. That. Literal gods are being forgotten. And there's this, mm-hmm. there's this battle between who takes the mantle of of new gods. Oh wow. And it's a really, really cool story. And there's this guy, his name's Shadow Moon, and he's stuck in the middle. And he he has the whole premise is does he believe in these new gods or old gods and how does he navigate the world? Interesting. And now what season are they on? Season one. Oh, uh right still. now season two comes out in March. Interesting. I was gonna say Anthony could have made up that entire thing right now and I would still believe it. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah totally, totally. I always get this I know they're not these shows aren't related at all, but I always get that Carrie Russell show The Americans. Yeah. Like I always confuse oh. the two, even though it they says could, American Gods. Yeah. Yeah, because I always it's I always confuse the two. I'm like, yeah. they're just me being dumb. Yeah, it is. Um but yeah, so that's a good. I, it's, uh, I'll, I'll check it out. That sounds that sounds dope. It's, like, I, that it's a really really cool. really cool story. That sounds really cool. A couple of the first two episodes are harder hard to get in, but once you get in, it's it's really dope. Like that's nice, right? And, and the premise, like the whole idea is like if you think of a god, that god exists. So there's you know Jesuses. There's like 200 Jesuses. There's black Jesus, white Jesus, Korean Arab Jesus, Jesus, Korean Jesus. Don't Jesus. mess with Korean Jesus. Jay. So every time the these the population or the world thinks of these people. It manifests itself as an actual. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. This sounds really uh, deep. Yeah. 
So, uh, yes, watch it. And it's on, sorry, you said it's on Amazon Prime? Yes, if you have cool. Amazon Prime. Nice. Very cool. Okay, I'm going to take a look at that. Daniel, what are you watching? Um, so this week, I just kind of been watching the regular, like same like last week, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, True Detective. Um, but this week, I decided just to randomly put on uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, going right. back to Captain America. That movie is so good, man. Yeah, yeah. That movie just stands, that movie's turning five years old this year, and it just stands That's the test of years. time. Yeah. Man. Like I'll never forget. Like I, I watched that movie on my birthday. Like it came out on my birthday, and like yeah. I was just, that just it just from that first scene of him on the Lumarian Star, and he's literally the the scene that changes Captain America that from kick. being that kick of him off the boat is just still rocks my world. Yeah, what a movie! I saw movie. I saw an advanced screening of that film. I think it was like I think it was about a week out before it came out, yeah. and I was so angry that I couldn't watch it right away. Like, when I see a film that blew my mind, I'd like to watch films right away. Like, Infinity War, we saw that literally the next showing right after. Yep. Um, I remember Inception, I saw it, because it was the last show I saw it the first time. The next morning, I went to go see it again. Yeah. So, this movie was one of those movies that I needed to see right away. And that weekend when it came out, I think I saw it in total four or five times in the theater run. Yeah, it was... Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. fantastic. Love that movie. Love it. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about it. But... <laughs> just man, like a great man movie. of few words. Man of few words, but man powerful few words. words. Yeah. But, powerful but words. powerful opinions. Yeah. Uh, so I went back and uh, so my girlfriend's never seen Twenty Four, and mm-hmm. I I told her I'm like you are the worst person I've ever met in my life, and, if, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to break up with you. Right. And if you're hearing this right now, don't ever talk to me again. Um, but you heard it right here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Make note. Uh, Make note. What's the time code on this? <laughs> oh, one hour and thirteen. One hour thirteen. Um, but so I, I love Twenty Four. I, I, my mom and I watched that show religiously, and we've seen the first five seasons probably like over and over again. So I, we put it on, and Jack Bauer, just what a kills character. It. What yeah. American yeah. hero? American really? hero. American hero. American I think patriot, played by a Canadian. If I were to pick <laughs> a team of like. Yeah, I guess it was a nice <laughs> pregnant pause there. Yeah. Yeah. A team that would actually like if I could take all the different um, agents and movies, Jack Bauer, Bauer is like number two, number three for me. So who's leading it though? Who's leading well, the James team? James Bond leads number James one. James Bond. Wait, so is this an American team or an international team? Just this is an international team. International so All Star Weekend. You've got James, James Bond. Bond. You've got yeah. Jason Bourne in there for sure. Jason Bourne's there. Yeah, but Jack Bauer is number two. Hundred percent. Um, Jason Bourne. Yeah, so you yeah. got the JBs, the JBs, the top right three JBs. What about three. Jack Ryan? You throwing Jack Ryan in there no. too? Okay. What about the Jack, Jack Ryan Reacher? Is Jack Reacher, yeah, but I I would say Ethan Hunt. Oh, oh Ethan, Ethan Hunt, Hunt comes in. Hunt over Reacher for Hunt sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I don't know. I have a, I don't know what the last one would be. There's a lot of uh, a lot of the Terminator. How, there okay. you go. <laughs> no one's no one's gonna throw in John Wick. Yeah. John Wick could take them all on. But John Wick's an assassin. Okay. Doesn't work okay. for the Jason government. Jason Bourne kills John Jason Wick's Bourne's dog. Jason Bourne's an assassin too, though. John Wick versus them all. Okay. I don't I'll know who's John winning Wick in that fight. Yeah. I don't know who's winning in that fight. But I <laughs> want to see that. No, the fight of Jason Bourne versus John Wick. Jason Bourne beats John Wick. Damn. Really? That is yeah. so confident. That guy fucking killed someone Hot with chopsticks, take. dude. Who? Hot take. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne killed a guy with a book too, man. He made him read his death. Wait there. Yeah. You mean John Wick or John? No, Jason Bourne. Oh, sorry. Bourne Ultimatum. He smacks, but he does it yeah. also. And John Wick does it too. John Wick also is creative, but Jason Bourne doesn't have to fire a gun. That's what makes him a good killer. That's a great point. That's a great point there. 
Yeah, we'll leave it at that point we'll leave there. it at that point. Uh, but I also did this week, and I don't know why. I have absolutely zero reason why I did this, but I watched Coach Carter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I was like, what is 2005 Sh- Shabazz like? And uh, he put on uh, Coach Carter. And uh, you know what's funny? That film is uh, Channing Tatum's first role. Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum. Yeah. The, the Tates, yeah. as we call yeah, him. Yeah, the Tates. Yeah, that's his first film role. And, I mean, that film is just fun. I mean, there's so much good music in that movie. I remember uh, Akon's Locked Up is in that yep. film. Yep. There's some great music, and it just gives you that 2000, early 2000s vibe. Uh, Ashanti's in it, too. Sure. Why yeah, not? Why it's, not? It's an interesting time. Like, that. those early 2000s movies, that's when you start to see a lot of hip-hop and R&B stars appear yeah. in movies. Hustle and Flow was coming you out, know, um, you know? Yeah, uh, the uh, drumline, drum you know, like, like eight like mile. Um, but Coach Carter to me is always a movie that I associate with high school. Yeah, only because like I feel like in every class there was some reason why they put Coach <laughs> Coach Carter on in religion class, in, in music class. Like, hey guys, we're gonna watch Coach Carter. He kind of looks like Jesus in the poster. He does. He's like looking at the sun, but it kind of looks like the halo. Which is interesting because they're in a there just shouldn't be a sun in this movie because they're in a basketball court uh, with absolutely no. Windows on the ceiling. Well, yeah, I guess. But when you're Samuel Jackson, the <laughs> you shine, produce the sun. The sun it's shines right on you, right? It's in his contract. Yeah. I remember the um, the quote. You know that movie speech in the movie, the deepest my our deepest fear. Our deepest fear. Yeah, oh. great quote, eh? Great moment in Coach Carter history. Which is only that film. Yes. It's the, the Coach Carter universe is yeah. one movie long. <laughs> it's one movie big. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, that's it. we've had a great weekend. Uh, for all our listeners out there, thank you so much for sticking through this. I know our podcast can be uh, it's a little new. So we're glad that you're you're joining us for it. We're this is our half episode. Yeah. We're still not at the number one we're yet. We're not at number one yet. We're still kind of figuring out our hustle and flow yeah. Yeah. with this. We're um, gonna find our coach Carter. We want, to, uh, we want to. We want to. You know what said. Uh, we want to figure out kind of. We we like we love discussing the news and giving our hot takes and doing our burger bets and everything like that. Um, we're also hoping to do be able to give our, our opinions on kind of bigger topics. So kind of talking about Star Wars: The Last Jedi, talking about who should be the next Batman, things like cinematographers, etc. Things like that. We will be discussing those on the show going forward. So our episodes may be a little bit longer. Um, but for myself, I just want to thank you two, oh. Shay and Anthony, uh, for going on this journey so far. Cause I think, um, even this being our 0.5 episode, this has been really, uh, kind of been a fulfillment of what we've been wanting to do for years. It feels yeah. like it's, um, a, how many years? Five, we've known each other. What's 2011? We all knew each other. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's good it's to see it come in, come out make it happen and yeah so we're going to be on uh we're on apple podcast right now we're on spotify uh we should be on google play yeah uh i don't personally know anybody who uses google play so i can't confirm that yet i don't make any friends on google um, play. yeah iHeartRadio will be there stitcher um all podcast services all of them so if there's one that if you're somehow listening to this and you're wondering hey why aren't you on this one tell us and tell we'll, us. we'll find our find again that, that's on this time com slash talk yeah that's that's the best way for to talk to us um, and let us know what you think, your movie suggestions, what we got wrong, if we got anything wrong on this show. Which is impossible. I don't yeah. think I've ever gotten anything wrong in my life. No. Yeah. We're trying our best to stay the course and have a polished podcast and stay correct with everything we're saying. But if anything slips by, thistimewith.com slash talk. The episode, the link will also be in the show description. Yeah, make sure you leave your reviews and uh, send us some love. You guys want to go out on anything? Uh, good night and good luck. Oh, wow. A little uh, Truman Show for us.
No, that was from the movie Good Night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. What, what was he saying in Truman Show? Uh, if I, I don't, don't see, see you. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, and... Good evening and good night. Good evening and good night. Good, yeah. good, good, good night and good luck is from uh, George Clooney, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Good movie. Yeah. About a... News, I think. Television <laughs> it's about a film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, thank you so much, listeners. Uh, you can now switch to your next podcast.